During his State of the Nation address on Thursday night, President Cyril Ramaphosa highlighted the story of Tenswalo, a child born in 1994 who lived in a society that was worlds apart from the South Africa of her parents, grandparents and great-grandparents. Ramaphosa delivered the State of the Nation address ahead of the national and provincial elections later this year. The president switched between official languages when saying Dentualo was enrolled in a school for which her parents did not pay school fees. He said, with the help of government, Tenswalo was provided a child support grant to meet her basic needs. The story of the first 30 years of our democracy can best be told through a number of initiatives that have been embarked upon in the 30 years. But I think that the story can best be told through the life of a child who was born at the dawn of our democracy called Tinsualo. Tinsualo, democracy's child, grew up in a society that was worlds apart from the South Africa of her parents, South Africa of her grandparents and great-grandparents. Loko Tinsualo, Africa, South Africa. Ukumekuri, Silu, Sotala, Aswafani, Nasilu, Swakali. Ukumekuri, Silu, Lesuenzaku, Ehulumeni, Waina. She grew up in a society governed by a constitution, a constitution rooted in equality, the rule of law, and affirmation of the inherent dignity of every citizen. Tinsualo and many others born at the same time as her were beneficiaries of the first policies of the democratic state to provide free health care for pregnant women and children under the age of six. There has been mixed reactions to the story from many young South Africans who were born at the dawn of democracy. This year marks 30 years since South Africans first took to the voting stations in a democratic state. Raisa Mzanti's National Leadership Collective member, Pfizer Locke, said the story of Tensualo triggered a lot of people because it is far from reality. She encouraged young people to register online and vote in the elections. So the, I think the term Tensualo really triggered all of us uh, as a team because it's very far from, uh, from reality. Um, and, you know, as young people, we do not live in promises. Uh, we, we live in the real world. Um, and, and it's just, it's heartbreaking that our government is so disconnected from the everyday struggle. Tinswala was born in a single-headed household where her mother had to feed, clothe, school, and protect Tinswala and her two siblings from money earned as an informal trader in the CBD. And she did her very best with, with very little. Tinswala went to a school where the classroom was a container and the teacher hardly uh, is present or trained to develop her. Um, her. Her best friend died. I'm just sharing the kind of people that I meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, her best friend died after falling into a pit toilet. That's Tinswalo. 
actually, today is the last day to become a registered voter. Um, I really, I think we need to encourage as many South Africans to um, show, to, to register online on the IEC website uh, because no one's going to come and save us, really. No one's going to come and save us and no one political party is the answer. ANC Youth League spokesperson Zama Kayase said the league resonates with Tintualo's story. Kayase said they know a lot of people who have similar stories. The president narrated in the sauna a great story of a young person who is a product of the progressive policies of the ANC since 1994. On the ground, we know of many young people who have benefited from these policies, who have homes that were given to them by government through the RDP housing projects in order for them to have access to to safety and dignity. They have gone on to non-fee-paying schools, receiving nutritious meals and free stationery to ensure that they enjoy their education. Rise Mzansi's Youth Student Chapters Coordinator, Lawrence Manaka, said Tinsualo and many others find themselves outside of tertiary institutions. He said that Tinsualo, the president, was speaking about as foreign to the million citizens who go to bed hungry. Tinsualo and many others of her generation are today found outside of tertiary institutions like Deben University of Technology, the University of Johannesburg, Stellenbosch, and UCT, where they are fighting for space, accommodation, and this comes after a long battle to be funded. Unlike what the president said, Dinzolo had to walk 10 kilometers to school because the government failed to provide scholar transport in the Eastern Cape. Today, Dinzolo's siblings are also walking 10 kilometers to a school that is under-resourced and dilapidated and have to cross flooding rivers due to the climate crisis that we are facing as a country. The Dinzolo the president was talking about is one that is foreign to the 20 million citizens that go to bed hungry. Vets Progressive Youth Alliance member Karabo Mashoha said he is Tinsualo because he got his qualification for free through the state and was born in a public hospital. Mashoha says young people focus too much on what government does not do right and forget about the good things it has done. As mostly young people, we have focused too much on what the government doesn't get right. And we tend to forget about the good aspects of everything and stories that exist out there because of grants. I think from first-hand experience is that I'm also born in a public hospital, right? My, my, my mom at that time and his parents were renting out a place. They were able to get a free RTP house. And then that's how we had a home as well. Of course, as you get money, you work, you are able to renovate. I attend a public, uh, private, then in a public school. I come to Vits University and I study for free. And we still get jobs. So I know a lot of young people who are studying education, social work, different schools, different degrees, who are working at this moment and have been beneficiaries of the same grants that government has been giving. It's just that at this moment, we always overlook at the good aspect of government grants. Young Builders Movement KwaZulu-Natal leader Pamela Cunningham said the president was speaking from a very abstract view and is not in touch with the realities of many born frees. The movement is the youth wing of Build One South Africa. In my experience and encounters with multiple young people, I would say that the president is speaking from a very abstract point of view in that a lot of young people, and not just people that matriculated without qualifications, but even employ, um, 
graduates are sitting at home unemployed and um, you know are looking for employment. It's so difficult to get a job after high school, let alone um, after varsity, sorry, let alone high school. You know, some of the youth that I've encountered recently are saying that they're sitting at home, not because they don't want to further their studies, but because there's no spaces in universities. And universities obviously work on a first base, um, first come, first base, you know, sort of uh, approach. So if NSFAS is delaying, then a lot of those students end up losing their spots because the youth not only are suffering from unemployment, but also with the skills development programs that are available, a lot of them are unable to get into those programs if they don't have any sort of connection on the inside. And the South Africa that I grew up in when I was still in high school versus the South Africa that some of the high school students are in now is very different and not in a good way. I'm a graduate myself. I'm a VIT graduate and currently doing my post-grad qualification at UKZN. Um, and I'm, I'm struggling to find a job. Reporting for Times Live, I am Tabo Shabalala.